You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Now there'll be video record of this forever. <laughs> yeah, hey, we're in the fort. Fort there's, boys. There's fucking thunder. There's thunder. Thunder. Really? Out here in the woods. Thunder buddies. Nice. Fuck yeah, Thunder yeah. Buddies. This is Dave. What up, Dave? As, Dave? as Jake and as Matt. Hey. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, man. We're, we're, we're fucking chilling in this fort, man. Uh, it's been a weird day. I had to buy a belt today. Where'd you have to go? Well, I wanted to go to fucking Jack's because they have... Uh, can tell. They have um, like the curvy boy sizes, you know? But I, tell, they baby. close at seven, dude. Yeah, dude. Curvy boys have to start eating early if they can be in bed by midnight. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no lie, dude. Yeah, only pretty skinny people go, go belt shopping at eleven p.m. <laughs> When's that all night belt store when I fucking need it, dude? They only go up to size twenty eight. I, <laughs> I just bought a belt recently, and and it it really makes you feel good, you know. Like I bought a a size smaller, and I have all this room on it. I don't know what kind of magic happened recently, but Coles. I was trying on belts in the in the aisles. It was yeah. I don't know when was the last time I bought a belt was. It's been so long. If you're feeling skinny and happy to buy belts, you should go to Rock Mountain and get a good one. Oh no, I I just need something to hold the pants up. I don't give a fuck. I, I want See, rawhide. My belt's been tightening and tightening. It's been going the opposite direction, you know. Yeah. I have to keep switching out belt buckles to make it work. For so long, it's stretched out. (laughs) Jake's been rodeoing a lot, so he can get new belt buckles all the time. Speaking of, I don't know if these are belt buckles, but uh, James Woodman, our our number one fan these days. Yeah, Yeah, James, dude, he's fucking. He's machine shopping stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I hit him up earlier, and he's gonna send me one of those. But I was looking at that as maybe being a belt buckle, like attaching that. That would be dope. To something and making a belt out of it. It'd be very easy. So we'll see. You'd really just have to put a loop on one end and a tooth on the other. Or I could ask Leslie and give her money. Yeah. I want to see it made into like a like a ninja star, a batarang. Oh, I could. Ooh, we can order a line of them from him. Batarang. We can make that work. Dude, that's, I think the ninja fun. star would be better. It's already circular, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. He, Baker said he got from him and that it was dope. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Baker says he wants to come back on. Nice. Yeah, he's, shows. he's got free time now. Oh, poor Baker. I didn't mean that in a mean way. I just really meant no. like he's got more free time now. <laughs> Hire Chris Baker, best bartender in the season. biz. Yeah, Baker, he's yeah. cute and he's awesome at his job. He doesn't look as old as he is. He'll be great for your young hip bar. <laughs> all right so, so dave you're living with mitch you're uh uh or you're staying at the same lair i should say yeah we're Whoa. we're camped out right now on is uh, he aware of the caliber of geek that you are oh uh, yeah 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 no i've been uh 
I've been uh, friends with Mitch for, I don't know, about a decade now. Yeah. Oh, nice. He knows. He knows. But we've been we've all making our way through Hitmonkey again. Oh, nice. Dude, Hitmonkey is so dope. So I mean, It's much more graphic than I remember it being. It's oh, graphic. It's pretty good. Very in your face. Great. <laughs> it's so good. Sudeikis is so good. Yeah, dude, it's like Archer. Yeah. But you could say fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Archer recently for the first time, and I couldn't tell you how long. Man, that shit is still funny. Oh, yeah, it's the last season. No, I was watching one. Uh, it was before it it got all weird. It was oh, the it episode was where his... Shh, don't it, spoil it, The one it, that I watched. <laughs> no, the one that I watched was when uh, his his best bud like defected from the agency, killed a bunch of agents, and was gay. Was gay for Archer. Um Timothy Oliphant did the voice. Yeah, Chip. That was the episode I watched. That was that was a fun one, but it still it still holds up. I think it might just be John H. Benjamin or H. John Benjamin, John Benjamin. H. John. Yeah, I think it might just be him. I think he makes it funny. Yeah, he's the shit. That show rules. I'm sad that it's in its last season. Um, yeah, now he only gets to do Bob's Burgers. He does other stuff. Oh, I know. That homie works. He dude. does a lot of stuff. H. John Benjamin works. He puts in the hours, you man. You need someone to have a fucking funny voice that you don't under- expect to have a funny voice? He's got you covered. Yeah. What was that from the Venture Brothers? He was, uh, what was it, Dr. Dr. Wife? Dr. Nurse? What was the assistant for the Monarch? His, his, That's you guys watch Venture Brothers? That's not Benjamin. Oh. Uh, H. John oh. Benjamin plays. Uh, I'm thinking of somebody else. I, I, I know who. Yeah, I know. Who he's he like is, the right? head of the dark realm in that one. Yeah, good pull. I just remember he was like Cerberus, the dog with three heads, and he's just like he's like I could taste my own genitals, Orpheus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> one of his heads is like licking his his dick while he's talking to Doctor <laughs> Orpheus. What's your favorite H. John Benjamin voice? Home movies. Oh yeah, Coach McGurk. McGurk's hands down like one of the wildest things that's ever been allowed on TV. Really, I've never really watched that show. Oh god, dude, that show is a slow burn fucking explosion of of hilarity. It takes you got to like really kind of get into it, and then once you know all the characters, it is wild what the what they're throwing away in lines. I missed out on that show too. I I'm not too familiar with it. It's a very poorly done animation, which is either endearing or you'll hate it. But the jokes and the writing are so good, it's undeniable. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can stream it on, what, like HBO Max now? Uh, Probably. Have you guys seen 10-Year-Old Tom? No. Uh, I think I've heard of it. It's also a fucking masterpiece that's on HBO Max, and Todd Glass plays the principal. And, uh, man, it's very much like a new version of home movies. It's a little bit better. It's definitely better. Okay. Yeah, it's got that shaky old, like, uh, VHS animation stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like that and Dr. Katz. Dr. Katz used to have that. That, like, shaky animation, that reminds me of a, you guys see that? It's like a YouTube video years and years ago. It's like, like, my spoon is too big. Yeah. Yeah. My spoon is too big. <laughs> I yeah. don't think I have. You guys haven't seen that? No. Oh, man. it's. I haven't. It's yeah. in I, that same animation, and it's 
pretty like gruesome <laughs> shit that happens on there. Yeah, a guy's anus bleeds to death. <laughs> My anus is bleeding. Sorry. <laughs> no, I remember. I I wouldn't be surprised, and I think I kind of remember that that person actually had something to do with home movies, didn't they? It was like when memes oh. were still on YouTube, and they weren't like a just a picture people shared. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, back in the back in the good old days. I have no idea if that person is related to home movies, but it, it would make sense. It's think, very similar they, styles. Yeah, I think they were. Um, I have a new obsession on TV that I had been putting off trying for a long time. I pulled a real you guys Ooh. on this one. What is it? I waited until it hit Netflix and then became obsessed with the thing that I knew about for a long time. Uh, Spill it. It's called The Real Husbands of Hollywood. What? <laughs> is this a reality show, Jake? I've it's, heard of this show. It's not. It's it's a fake reality show with Kevin Hart, J.B. Smoove, Nick Cannon, Nelly, and then two actors that you guys won't remember, Boris and Dwayne. Boris is the handsome older sister's boyfriend from The Cosby Show, and Dwayne's from Above the Rim and like every blas- uh, basketball movie they've ever done. All right, I'm looking at it right now. It's fucking hilarious, dude. This shit really? is, dude. It's like, it's like. Is it uh, a documentary though? No, it's a mock reality series. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. So, but like, is there like a mark? Is it like jury duty? Where like, no, 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 no. They're all, they're all in on it. They're all doing okay. improv scenes together. It's like, uh, it's like, what if? What if Curb Your Enthusiasm was being done by five people who really don't fucking care? It's it's so the goofy office. and silly. It the commitment level's higher than Carell on The Office, dude. Like the shit they're doing is insane. Nelly doesn't care. Nelly hasn't had a job since Tim McGraw and him put out that single when I was a fucking teenager. Like uh, they're, <laughs> they're swinging for the fences. Nick Nick Cannon has more jobs than any man alive, other than Steve Harvey, and he also gets alimony from Mariah Carey. These people is do not care about that, money. I, I care though. Is Nelly still wearing that band aid? Because that shit should have healed by now. No, it's healed. That happened. I mean, at this point, yeah. It's been a while. He actually got injured when they were about to do press for that album. So then he had to like wear it for all the press for that album so that he could claim it was like a choice instead of him getting walloped with a ball, I believe. But Nelly was like insanely good at sports. He almost went pro in baseball. He got drafted. Huh. Yeah, he got ca- he got called up and turned it down. There's fucking five seasons of this show, dude. Jake? There's there's five seasons of that show, and then they took a couple years off, and now there's a Netflix season. What the hell, dude? I've never even heard of this. Yeah, and I may have watched five seasons oh. and three episodes of it. In... It's on BET Plus. You have BET Plus now, Jake? Well, no. It's also on Freebie. It's on Freebie, and it has two. Between 15 and one minute long ads, 15 second and one minute long ads per episode. Yeah. Right on. It's a good chance to go take a piss, come back, grab a drink or whatever. <laughs> and it's like not serious at all, but it's it's like I, I'm trying to think of how to like relate it to something, how insane. It's so off the wall. So like in the newest season, Kevin Hart clones himself. And the issue in the season is that the other two Kevin's personalities start to degrade. <laughs> like it's it's fucking crazy. It's like Curb Your Enthusiasm and Pee Wee's Playhouse had a kid. 
There's like, I like some that. science fiction element to I mean, it. There's whatever they want, dude. It's so obvious that no one at BET is telling Kevin Hart how to do his job. Like this is this is the least show notes I've ever been able to identify happened while I was watching something. I don't think anyone from production's ever been like, "Hey, so uh, we need to talk." I don't think those words have ever been uttered. That's funny. They're just like, "Hey, Kevin, keep on doing what you're doing." There's a running Color bit in the series about Kevin Hart stealing uh, JB Smooth's pickle joke, which is an actual beef they have in real life. Oh. The other guy for the first three seasons and then the last two seasons, so he's missing in like the middle one and a half seasons, is Robin Thicke. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And when he gets angry, he hulks out and turns into Terry Crews. <laughs> when he gets angry, Why? his inner angry black man comes out and his eyes flash yellow and then he just explodes as Terry Crews through his clothes. But Terry Crews is also a character in the show. So there's also a running bit where sometimes Kevin will walk into a place where there's like already shit happening and won't know if Terry Crews is Robin Thicke about to beat his ass or if it's actually Terry <laughs> Crews. It's out there, dude. And that's, it's that's there's never a wink to the camera. They're all doing it like this is this is their chance to have a real career. They're all committing very hard. Is it absurdist to the level of like Auntie Donna? No, it's not that absurd. It's more grounded in reality. It's more, it's absurd in like a Seinfeld way, but through the eyes of a reality show. And then it's also what got... What network did you say it's on? It's on Netflix, BET, no. and now Netflix bought it. But you can watch it on Freevee, which is Amazon Prime's free shit, where you watch it with ads. Uh, I just, I can't recommend a show enough. Every time I'd see one of these guys do a late night talk show and talk about it, I'd be like, oh yeah, I need to watch that. And then I'd totally fucking forget about it. Because when I was scrolling through like listings for TV, the real husbands wouldn't grab my eyes. I wouldn't be like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's that thing. That's that thing I was talking about. Saw the... So like now that I finally have seen it and burned through five episodes in a couple of days, or five seasons, couldn't, couldn't recommend it more. Okay. How long are the episodes... 20 minutes 19 to 20 minutes okay that's that's cool that means you can like burn through them which is great right well and the reality they're making fun of reality shows so like the music stings are a lot they're a lot and they happen a lot you know what i mean Mm -hmm. this is a city where we party every night and then it'll like do a panning scene of the outside of the building so like out of the 19 minutes there's probably 14 minutes of content got it it's really right, good. I'm gonna check that out, actually. Dude, I I think you were going to be blown away by how much you end up enjoying this. It, it's mostly about the time. The 20 minutes is very appealing to me. And right, there's because... no drama. It's all jokes. So like, yeah. if you walked away That's... to pee and came back, it's not like you missed story. You just missed jokes. You'll be able to follow this what's not... happening. This sounds like something I could get really into, and then like learn everything about it and then pretend that I was into it before you were into it. <laughs> you could for sure. <laughs> oh, I always knew about this, Jake. I just, it was, you know, whatever <laughs> I have known about. Like, I remember when Kevin Hart was doing press for this before he had like hit, hit at the beginning of the show. This was like after soul plane. And when they were first starting to hire him to be like in ensemble shit in Hollywood again, Cause Soul Plane this before he was like real Kevin Hart big. Yeah, cause Soul Plane fucked him. Soul Plane is like the the finest Soul example Plane of 
Yeah, it's the finest example of a bootlegging of a movie demolishing a movie. So that movie got... Is that what happened to Soul Plane? Yeah, Soul Plane got bootlegged like six weeks before it was out in theaters. And it was on the street in every major city on DVD for like a month and a half. They made no money and it was a huge failure. Everybody loved it. Yep. But they made no money on it. And so like studios didn't want to hire Kevin Hart again after that for years. And it like fucked his head up and gave him a little ego where he started working crazy hard. Because back then he was just a skinny young comic and started being like, I'm going to be something in Hollywood. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to learn how to act. I'm going to refine my stand up. He's a juggernaut. Oh, yeah. But it's like, but him, him and Mark Wahlberg have those lives where it's like, are you enjoying it? You sleep, you sleep for three hours a night and spend four hours a day in the gym while, you, while your family's asleep and then go to six jobs and then do business calls. And then like, what, when are you ever enjoying any of the fruits of anything you've done? Yeah, but dude, maybe they, maybe they are like, too, we don't know. Maybe they eat like, you know, they just eat like shit, but they just maintain their shape. Oh, totally. But I'm just like guys like him, Steve Harvey, Nick Cannon. Like there's people that have. They're always working. They're never yeah, and doing they're, anything other than working. Yeah, and they're putting and they're working simultaneous jobs. So those guys are putting right. in 70, 80 hour weeks to make that much money and they're doing it year round. And it's just like, damn, dude, you do all that for one week in Italy with Samuel L. Jackson and Magic Johnson on their boat. You go out on that vacation once a year and that's all you do with all that money. That's fucking insane. They probably yeah. invest a bunch of it back into those businesses that they're doing, though. You know? Oh, yeah. Kevin owns the production company for this and all the movies he's in, he gets a piece of. and Right. That's yeah. what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a juggernaut. Oh, yeah. He's, it's He's got awesome revenue streams coming from fruitful sources. Yeah. And then I think, like, if he has five minutes of downtime, him and Nick Cannon are like, let's start a prank show. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Let's start a prank show. (laughs) Yeah, for real. They did. Like, the second a strike happened, they are like, what can we do without writers? What can we do without writers? Yeah, Nick Cannon needs to work. Otherwise, he starts having more kids. No, he he had, like, you know the story behind that, right? (laughs) Yeah. He just lays pipe, dude. No, there's a legal, if you have a certain number of kids, they, you don't have to pay child support anymore. What? So, he was just like, Fuck it, I might as well go for the record. Yeah, so he had fucked himself financially by the number he already had. And then a smart <laughs> lawyer told him, like, dude, you know if you knock up five more, more chicks, you're off the hook. <laughs> what What in the better what, call Saul what is lie going is on this? <laughs> it's not a lie. Like, yeah, that's that's the what? thing you is when this... Yeah, the law, law, not law. I thought law. you said what lie? Because when it came out, people were like, "What kind of bad Wesley Snipes tax lawyer do you, tax lawyer do you have?" And then it was like a lawyer on Instagram stories being like, "Actually, that holds up. After a certain amount, they can't demand the expenditure anymore because it's unreasonable for any human to make enough to do that." <laughs> but I th- it's it's a lot. I think it's like fifteen or twenty. Like it's a lot of kids. I think he's. Already around fifteen. Maybe it's fifteen. Then I think he had to break the fifteen barrier. <laughs> yeah, dude. At twelve, you get a free sub. And then, <laughs> yeah. And, and when 15, he was asked about yeah, it, he was like, "I'm just gonna have as many kids as I can now." But like the subtext of that was, it costs me nothing. They can't even sue me for money. 
At seven, you get a cookie. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. fucked up is that? Are you guys looking it up? It's real. No, I I, I trust you. This I just tent is too small to move, and I don't know where my phone is. Uh. It's right there. Where? Down by your leg. You're in the oh, bunker. Oh, over here. I'm trying to think of how to Google term this to make it. Yeah, you might as well, you got to go into incognito mode, dude. And it might have just been, it might have been a California state thing. Hey, just do, I'm just going to do a search on why does Nick Cannon have so many kids? And then I'll find that link eventually. Because <laughs> it just, because <laughs> why does Nick Cannon have so many kids? Answer. Yeah, so Brie. Thumbs up. Brie TSE claimed in an episode of Selling Sunset that he didn't pay child support and then this article i'm reading in billboard is does nick cannon have to pay child support after his 10th kid (laughs) the mother of one of his 12 kids joined the series dropped the news that he's not paying child support (laughs) the way it works is like after 10 the court can basically say he can't afford to pay child support or because of who he is we know you can afford x amount for each household so instead of it being based on the needs of raising the kid it's just like here's what you owe damn california law does not place any cap on child support based on the number of children one has well it's probably not california law though it's probably not law it's probably precedent Ooh, i'm seeing something about potentially breeding an organ farm (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah dude i hope i hope that nelly posted that Nelly's very funny. He hires a white rapper, and then the white rapper says the N word. <laughs> the episode I just watched is about how bad JB Smooth wants to be the first black James Bond because his name's JB too. So they're playing themselves. Oh, they're all playing themselves. Their real wives all appear in it except Kevin's. Okay. Actresses play Kevin's wife at first because they planned on him getting divorced. Uh, he cheated on her. Well, no, this is before he married that chick. He didn't marry that chick till I think the third or fourth season. All right. Uh, it's delightful fun, guys. Have any of you watched Monarch yet? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm up to. I'm ready for Friday. It's out. It'll be out once we're off of this. Um, it's good. I like I it a lot. It. I like what the story, this? and I. It's uh, it's on Apple TV. Give it the program, bitch. <laughs> yeah, Mitch, why don't you grow up and get an adult network in your life, huh? <laughs> I, mean, I just want to preface by saying that uh, uh, Ed's got a three-month free subscription, so a trial. So yeah. That's why I have it. But find this show. It's actually it's pretty good. It needs more monsters. That's the complaint I get from my people that, that stop watching it. But I enjoy it. I feel like in the next couple of episodes, we're about to go ham on the monsters, dog. I think it's going to be a kaiju oh. party up in here. Oh, I think Monarch, is, that that, is that that Godzilla, Godzilla show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. With Kurt and, and Wyatt Russell into, playing the same character. That's right. Uh, and it's it ties brilliant. into the movie uh, stuff. Yeah, it ties into all the Godzilla movie shit. Uh, Wyatt Russell does a very hysterical, very understated impression of his father the whole time that keeps cracking me up. Nice. Because Wyatt Russell's uh, kind of like a stoner talking dude, dude. So, like, when you yeah. see him doing his dad's little facial tics and stuff and, like, vocal tics, 
while he's playing the same character. It's very funny. It's endearing because you're like, that's like, <laughs> that's hilarious. You're watching. Everybody can impersonate one of their parents really well, and he's doing it is a that. Nice touch that they have that though. Yeah, where him and his father can can be in it. Well. So wait, what's the time difference between when Riot, Wyatt Russell's playing this character and then when Kurt Russell? That's brought up. Actually, it should be like ninety, but they haven't addressed it yet. But something cool's four? going on. So uh, it's the forty-four, nineteen forty-four to now. I mean, I could. I, it's not really a spoil, but um, so what now. happens is this: this grieving girl goes to Japan to find out information about her. Recently deceased dad. She was in, she was a G day in San Francisco when on the bridge when Godzilla walked through it and took it down, and her busload of students because she was a teacher uh, perished over the edge, and she survived. Um, and then her dad got lost on that day. So she goes to Japan to seek answers, and the answers that she, and the the questions she didn't know. She should have been asking was, did my dad have another family? Because apparently he did, and she has a brother. And they go looking for the dad. And they bust Kurt Russell out of this old age... Prison. Uh, Bell Reeves, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, they, go, they go looking for their dad, and he's looking for, you know, saving the world. And possibly... Other familial relations might be going on. Yeah, there's stuff. There's lots of stuff happening, so it's kind of cool. And Anders Holm is in it. Durs? Durs is in it, and I don't know if I've seen a modern man that wasn't, like, devastatingly handsome look as natural in 1950s clothing as Anders Holmes does. That mother... Anders, the other white guy on the uh, 40s crew from Workaholics. Oh, um... Anders Holm. Uh, he looks more natural than anyone in period era clothing from the fifties. Are you talking about Billy? Sure. Not not I Kurt Russell. Know. Then there's the Asian gal, and then there's the other white fella. Oh shit! Durs plays Bill Randa, who grew up to yeah. be fucking Billy. John Goodman from Kong Skull Island. Yeah, that's dope, dude. Wait, wait, say that again. He's John Goodman's so, character. Anders Holmes is the same character as John Goodman in Kong Skull Island. Oh my gosh. I didn't didn't get that. Maybe that's a spoiler. I'm sorry. No, it's not. No, no, I should know that. That's awesome. All right, that makes sense. Things are coming together now. That's why John Goodman was so deep in Monarch. Right. It was because he was born into it. That's his family. Yep. Like he, no. He started started it. Yeah, he birthed yeah. it. Him and his two friends right. that he happened right. upon in the jungle. Right. Looking for Godzilla but not knowing it. Yeah. God, what a it's, it's dope. It's good. The effects good are monster. cool. The military shit's a good storyline. Uh it's it's what's yeah. his ass? Matt Fraction wrote it. Oh shit. Yeah, All right. it's pretty well, sweet. Now, um, fuck, are you gonna make me gamble plus finally? I don't know, man, no. it's been five years. Get a trial. Find a trial. Can I just buy a DVD box set of this shit? We all know how much you love catching up on seasons of things you haven't watched, so I'm glad you've let five years of time pass before you get involved. (laughs) Name one time I did that. You you hate it. That's what I'm saying. You hate catching up. Like, if anything goes past, like, two seasons before you're in, you're like, ah, it's too much. 
That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't have the commitment, I guess. I know, and then you just let all these great shows pass you by while be- knowing damn well that they existed. You were like, no, no. <laughs> and now you're like, should I do it? And then you're going to buy it and be like, I don't know what to watch. There's so many seasons of all this shit. And, and then like, I just watch American Dad. Mitch! <laughs> yeah. Um, King of the Hill. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. King of the Hill. I'll watch King of the Hill. Yep, yep. For the umpteen time. So I saw the Godzilla movie also. Zero? Minus one? And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I got to say, it was actually pretty fucking awesome. Um, it was in Japanese, so it's subtitled. And it's... It, it, ooh, there's a lot of like PTSD and shit because it, they... Ooh, they loosely address all the stuff that happened to Japan, you know, because they're given the timeline... And it's after the bombing, and but they don't talk about it. They allude to it, but it's done really well. Where like these these characters are experiencing severe trauma, and then deal with Godzilla. So it's does he show up because brutal. of all the radiation on the land? They don't talk. Well, he gets he no. He shows up prior, and then he gets much larger as a result of the radiation because he was already a big ass creature. So. This this guy, the main guy, he was a uh, kamikaze pilot, and he faked uh, engine problem and landed on this island of mechanics, where uh, <laughs> the Isle well, of Mechanics. <laughs> they're they're there for these pilots specifically, and they have bases, and then they discover that he he uh, chickened out. So now it's an honor thing. So. He's he's got no face, you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's lost any kind of honor. Yeah. Um, Wait, and he has an opportunity say, like, to make it up. I, would, would an engine issue really be an issue for a kamikaze pilot? Like, yeah, they want to make sure the planes are in good shape so they can crash into America. <laughs> they they didn't. Not all not all of the kamikaze teams were uh, suicide bombers. But either way, that's really? that's what's yeah. happening in this. Movie. Doesn't kamikaze imply? Yeah, that's a. I know. I think I think the ones who did it were all on the kamikaze flight squads. But being a kamikaze didn't mean that you were going to go out and death bomb people. I think it was like a last. I don't think it was first choice either. I think that was like if you are fucked and have no way right. out. I think that had to do with the culture and the honor. And I think most all of the ones that did it were, were in that on this fleet. Guy. Yeah. But they did because not do it. He because he was a kamikaze pilot that that was survived the war. Yeah, and um, but then he like takes in this this woman who has a baby, but it turns out the baby's not hers, and they're they're basically trying to survive in the rubble of what's left on on their island. Uh, it's it's not one of the islands that got bombed, obviously. But yeah, Godzilla he had attacked the island of mechanics. It was called Odo. And fucked shit up. Just ate everybody. Just destroyed shit. And this guy froze. He couldn't. He couldn't do it. And Godzilla gets bigger as a result of certain things. And then yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. It's it's really good. Does it really tie into Monarch and all the other universe they're building? Not at all. This is their own. That's what production. I wanted to know. Uh, yeah, this is their own thing. Okay. This is multiverse Godzilla. Well, however. He did, yeah. He had the green. They they had a similar thing where his uh, platelets, his, 
the the spikes they they come out like when he charges up to uh, fire out of his mouth. I think on the Monarch show his did that as well. And they light up, yeah. But is do they look the same even? Uh, pretty much. Because the timeline would be weird. Because Godzilla's yeah. already getting bombed by the military before they drop bombs on Japan in this one. Yeah, so I, I think it's completely separate, but with similarities. Okay, nice. It was so good. I, I really did enjoy it. Ooh, they found an exit. Yeah, I got to see Mitch's butt. Tent. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Hell yeah, dog. So Dave, what do you watch? They muted it. Oh, sorry. Hey, what up? Yeah, I was asking what you watch. What do I watch? I don't, I don't watch a ton. So when he was like, hey, you want to sit in on this? I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know what I can really talk about. Um, but shit. you thought of something when you when you were like, ooh, let me think. What could I think about? What can I talk about? What was it? What uh, did you yeah. think of? So I just watched a documentary called Buried. It's yeah. It's about a uh, avalanche in 1982 from a, a ski resort called Alpine Meadows in... Uh, I think you uh, it was in a Tahoe area. Oh, yeah, I saw that promoted. What what streamer was that on? I think Netflix. Okay, Netflix. Yeah, it looked yeah. cool. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Fuck yeah! It kept my interest the entire entire way through. Uh, just a crazy situation. Fuck yeah! yeah. Cool. What is it? Buried? No. Yeah. What was that? What was it called? Buried. Uh, buried, and then some like subtitle, but uh, buried is the main title. Got it. Uh, All right. Yeah, that sounds interesting. It looks pretty dope. Yeah. The 82 Alpine Meadows Avalanche. All right. Word. Yeah. Not that I need more to watch, but it's always nice to know it's out there. They announced, what people want to hear. They announced that next year's the last season of What We Do in the Shadows, hmm. which breaks my heart because that's one of the funniest things on TV. It's good, though, because it'll have an ending. It could be a defined piece of art. And now those people are more available to do newer funny stuff. Yeah, Matt Barry's just gonna keep making shows for the BBC it. that I can't watch. <laughs> There's always a watch. There's always a way, right? Not with this region code. His his newest one. I gotta wait until they put it out on DVD in fucking Europe. Toast of a. I'm trying to think what else I've watched recently. I don't think I've watched any kind of series. And we're trying to watch Stranger Things again, and. I gotta say, like second season isn't isn't the best. No, it's pretty weak. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, there's also a bunch of like loose ends they leave in that season that they haven't even kind of fucking touched on since. I I yeah. Elle's other friends from the program. Callie? Yeah, or number four or whatever her fucking name was. N- number eight. There you go. She uh, yeah. Callie, the girl who could make you see shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, she's just Sorry, out loose out in the, the world or dead. We don't know. Your feet started to die? Yeah, dude, my fucking, I, I couldn't feel my feet because I was sitting crisscross applesauce. I don't know. Well, if you do it all the time, you'll get better circulation. <laughs> like crisscross rigor mortis or something. Jeez. This fort's very cramped, but, you know. The requirement of the podcast moving forward. Yeah. Like, Mitch will have to be. <laughs> we can't be attempting to summit Mount Everest while we're recording this fucking podcast in our fort here. <laughs> well, you're at base camp. It doesn't seem too windy out, though. You're all right. Mitch is going to be the oh, next yeah, Green no. Boots. <laughs> Old Green Boots Mitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. All right, so 
let's see, uh, announcements? Uh, I don't know. Has anything come out recently in the uh, Marvel news? Well, oh, yeah. Jonathan, Majors Jonathan Majors is going to jail for a year. <laughs> All right. So he doesn't have time to record or film, so they let him go. <laughs> Did they officially let him go? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, they, they said, said so they long, were... good luck. They did, I don't think they, they said the good luck part. <laughs> I think he'll do okay in jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to want to fuck the master of the universe in the ass or anything. No. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Of dicks. Yeah, that beautiful man that's hairless and made of muscle is going to have a real easy time in jail. He'll be all right. I bet he's going to come out making less noise when he farts. But more importantly, what about... Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's speculate. Since nothing is confirmed, let's speculate heavily. Awesome. They fire let's... Pedro Pascal, and they hire David Tennant, and then they can do whatever they want with Kang, and I won't care. I think they should cheatle him. Oh, they're going to cheatle him. It's just going to be a different person, and it's going to not be acknowledged, I don't think. Because I don't think I don't think they're ready to bring us doom. They they just they can't. There's not going to be an easy handoff. They're not going to kill Kang off screen. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kang went out for a pack of smokes and never came back. Yeah. <clears throat> this this guy who it was just set precedent that he was putting variants of himself throughout the timeline as a backup cannot just be like you know uh, Archie Cunningham's brother. <laughs> and go upstairs. Go upstairs Chuck and never. Cunningham. Yeah, Chuck he goes upstairs, upstairs, never comes back. Yeah, he went up to get a <laughs> basketball. He didn't even go up to like go to his room. He went up to get a basketball and then never returned because the writers had a quick meeting and decided they didn't need a brother and a Fonzie. Yeah, dude. There was a bunch of writers waiting for Chuck at the top of the stairs. They erased him with a big pencil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dog. Animaniac style. That dude got burnt. Was that so Clint Howard? No. All right. Clint Howard. He could be a good king. God. <laughs> no, he couldn't. I, I love you so much, but that would suck ass. There's no way he could he, carry that. He would be like a bizarro... Uh, he could play one version uh, of Kang. Variant. Yeah, one variant. What would his second character be? Creepier old man? <laughs> Like that's like Christopher Walken would be fun too, but also as so, one variant. So who do you replace him with then? Uh, whoever. Who uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter who. They're gonna kill him and make it doom. But they just have to bring it back for long enough to explain killing him. It might even be a montage going into the next film. Maybe they'll just CGI majors. Maybe they'll make some deal with him. Like you want some cigarettes in the commissary? <laughs> How much for those CGI rights, baby? You want to buy your own asshole back from fucking Timmy on the block? <laughs> it's time to let us have those CGI rights, dog. I'd love to watch Kevin tape a Kevin Feige saying that to him through a fucking plexiglass window. <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Give him to me, Kevin. Give him to me. That'd be rough. He's standing up for the conversation. Obviously, he can't sit. Um. (laughs) Yeah, dude. If he does that file break, his fucking anus open. Yeah, dude. But uh, you know, I've been reading articles about busted at this point. The impact (laughs) of this, like, do they just 
pivot away from Kang or do they keep Kang? You have they have to keep Was Kang. It? There's too much continuity riding on Kang. Yeah. There's just too much. They'll be able to change it mm. by Secret Wars or by the time Kang Dynasty was supposed to happen. I doubt that'll happen. But they're going to have to shuffle quickly to explain how he goes out of the story and disappears from the timeline. What about put an extra episode of Loki out there, just like a one-off, and have him mess with the time thread so that somehow the person playing <laughs> gets rewritten? I, yeah, that just goes and gets it. He's like, hey, guys, I think there's a basketball upstairs. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> Which sounds bad, actually. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it, yeah. I just want him to say, like, I'm gonna go Chuck Cunningham myself. Chuck Cunningham. Uh, what's what's the guy's name from Parks and Rec? Brand Daniford. What? I don't know. I never watched Park and Rec. Okay, he's the love interest from the first two seasons before Adam Scott came in as the auditor, and all of America was like, "We want to see him fuck Leslie Nope." And then they just, like, <laughs> f- fired this guy. But he famously, I guess, like, went into the writer's room and was like, hey, just so you guys know, like, I understand that you have to write me off now. And they were like, what? And he was like, yeah. Like, you're just going to give me less lines until I disappear, right? And apparently it was, like, the oddest thing. Like, Dana Gould has talked about it. He was like, it was a really weird day where it was like, we were all trying to figure out how to do it gently. And this guy came in and was like, I know what's happening. You just just do it. It's the right thing to do for the show. And was a like a real mensch about the whole thing, and gave up all that money. He did the fucking come on, do it now. What are you waiting for? <laughs> no, he told him like draw it out and do it the smart way, where I make less and less impact on episodes until I just quit appearing. Hmm. That's how much say did he actually get in that though? I they were gonna do it anyway, but him going in and doing it, I guess, made it to where like they didn't have to kill him off or have him move to a different town. Or, like, they were able to just make it, because the actor was in. He wasn't going to show up to set piss that he only had three words this week. Yeah. Uh. But he missed out on a lot of money, because it wasn't a hit show while he was on it. Yeah, and then it got real big. Yep. But that was the one that had fat Chris Pratt in it, right? Yeah, it's what made Chris Pratt. When they hired Chris Pratt, he was, like, fishing in Hawaii. Right. True success story. Living the life to living the life. Now he's a miserable millionaire. Yeah, he Schwarzenegger billionaire. He thinks Jesus is mad at him. So how much is he enjoying it? <laughs> Look, I, mean, I don't know how, however many million ways he he makes, but imagine being that rich and busy, and then giving up like five hours of every Sunday to go hang out in a mega church, and twenty percent of your income. Yeah, fuck that. Give God the first portion of the income, not after the deducts. How much do you think Scientology was taking from Tom Cruise? Was? Is. Well, yeah, I I feel like that might be changing, but prior, or, you know, just. You think he's leaving? I I feel like he. I feel like he has tried to leave, like, since his daughter. Something with his daughter, like. Yeah, but they'll kill him. I mean, there comes a point where Miss Cabbage will be gone if, you know, and then there's nobody else really who's going to be that ruthless, I bet. Dude, unless they get Miss Cabbage on murder, they're like, I don't think he will be gone. What? Who's that? David Miscavige is the leader of the church, and he definitely murdered his wife or had her murdered in 2009 or seven. She hasn't been seen since 2007. 
she just went out chilly. for smokes. Really good smokes. She went out to the boat, but she's still was, alive. Was that on a Netflix documentary too? Uh, they've done a Netflix, yeah. HBO. Leah Remini did one for A and E because um, she left the church. Their first real loss, though, is Danny Mc or oh, sorry, Masterson um, oh, yeah. losing in court. Like that's the first like real sign that their armor is starting to chip. Yeah, he was a Scientologist. Or he Rightfully is? so, though. Born I'm glad he's yeah raised Scientologist. Still, yeah. So was Leah Remini. Yeah, she wrote that book not too long ago. Yeah, and did a really wild special where she interviewed like normal people who had left the church who were treated extra shitty because they weren't famous. Because like they can't right. kidnap Leah Remini and put her in a prison camp. Right. Because like someone right. would her notice. We're gonna know like, that she's missing. Exactly, but like the weirdos who like work at their facilities and shit, or live in their little weird insular communities in the middle of nowhere. You try to leave one of those, and all of a sudden you're just like, I live on a boat now and never get to see anyone ever again. (laughs) (laughs) That's treacherous. Dude, it's nuts. Uh, And then the people who escape that shit and have those stories of like being held on a boat captive for like seven years because you were going to leave a church. They'll kill Tom Cruise, dude. He knows where that bitch's body is. David Miscavige has bragged to him at least once about where fucking Lady Miscavige's body's buried. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, dude. They're th- those guys are butt brothers. They're in on the whole thing together. <laughs> We're doing the latest episode of Scientologics. Uh, yeah, dude. I heard this interview <laughs> with Jonah Hill where uh, Tom Cruise like invited him out to his like Colorado mansion or whatever. He like mm. drove up there and like the church would love to have you. All he, all Tom Cruise tried to do was like sell him on Scientology, and Jonah Hill's like, ah, I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucked. And he put him in the closet. Uh, Travolta left. The closet? Uh, I don't think he's, like, officially left the closet. He's left the hair closet, and he left Scientology. Yeah. Now he's, like, his career is revitalized. He's fucking Santa Claus on the... What's in your wallet? (coughs) He's doing fucking Bee Gees Santa Claus dances on commercials and shit. Travolta rules. If he wasn't a molester, I'd be all for him. He's a molester? Uh, uh, cereal. Oh, God. He's not allowed in, like, any massage parlor in Los Angeles. Hmm. Yeah, and he did that to some dude. He did it to a lot of dudes, but one dude, Travolta, tried to, like, call a liar, and then it came, then, like, everyone in the industry came to the guy's back. Like, we've signed NDAs after settling out of court, but we've all had problems with him, and he's not allowed in any facilities in Los Angeles. <laughs> Mr. Travolta's in the lobby, and he's very horny. Yeah. Come on, gee. Dude, the the way the guy described it, like, it's shitty, but it was funny. Like, the way Travolta was trying to get ass laying on a table is, like, how we would imagine, like, a loser junior high, like, gym coach would try to get laid laying on a massage table. (laughs) Come on, you want to touch it? What if you just looked at it? What if I just touched it while you looked? Ah, come on. Please, I'll pay you triple. How much money do you want? I could make you famous. Like, you know, John Travolta, who could go to any gay bar and get a hand job anytime he wanted, trying to talk straight masseuses in LA into touching his dick is hysterical. 
It's the only <laughs> cure for Saturday night fever. Jake, all these years you've been sitting on that John Travolta impression and I've never known about it. <laughs> I used to do it on stage, but then Ralph Garman started to do it and I didn't want anyone to think that I was biting Ralph Garman. Mm. Oh, Sandy. Oh, hey. <laughs> Wait, that's Christopher Walken. <laughs> Whoa. Why don't you touch my penis? Come I, on. Yeah, if I'm doing them, I can really just do uh, Vinnie Barbarino. I used to watch Walking <laughs> yeah. Back, Connor. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That was Matthew Lawrence. Whoa, sorry. I it was. About I'm also sick. Or Joey. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about Travolta as Howard Saint from The pa- the Punisher 20, 2004. You're, you, you had a weird childhood, if that's exactly where your brain no. goes to when you think of... And then after that, when it's I the Alien movie. When I think Travolta, I think Greece for sure. I thought you were going to say Michael. Tell me more. Tell me. <laughs> did you get very fat? Tell me more. Tell me more. Like, did he have a car? Mm-hmm. Did she put up a fight? That's another line in that song. That's right. Problematic. Well, oh, yeah. depends on the context or the connotation right, of did she put up a fight. Yeah, it's almost a summer version of uh, "Is It Cold Outside?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't didn't isn't that refuted like pretty hard? Uh, but you know, I, I know what you mean. That is a know, very good reference. That's what people say. It, yeah. Well, yeah. Is it cold outside? Sounds terrible, but I think yeah. it's from a thing. It's a yeah. It was like a routine. Yeah. But that's because that kind of culture was more normalized. <laughs> Look, well, no, kind of- I think in the. In, like, the big arc of the story. (laughs) No, I think if you, like, see it in the story it's a part of, that it's not rapey at all. That it's, like, very much a friendly gesture, and there's not even supposed to be an undertone of a joke. But when you hear the song by itself with no context context of the story, it sounds like somebody's like, I dare you to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> if you leave, I'll kill you. <laughs> Put in pops. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's it's all. <laughs> oh, I lost some blood today, guys. I might be a little weird. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you should get some rest. Um. Which, by the way, we never did say that this was episode 320 of the broadcast. Whoa. I, 320, yeah, bro. 320. I am one of them, Matt Orange. I'm Jake Becker. Can't wait. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. We've been joined by Dave Smart. Whoa. Say hi, Dave. S- hey. SMRT? SMRT. If you have a SMRT. son and you don't name him Maxwell, I will find you later in life and beat your ass. And he I will beat uh, you too. appreciate that reference. It's the it's the only reference that matters. This much. <laughs> Do you have a cone Max of silence Smart. that was handed down? Is your dad's name Maxwell? No. Damn. But it was a nickname, I think, of his. Hell yeah, that rules. That would have been a correct era, probably. Maxwell Smat. Holy shit. Oh, how about? Uh, yeah, I need to see this Godzilla movie, but I'm always firmly planted in the Kong camp. What if you just watched the show that takes place in the universe that has Kong in it, then? <laughs> Does Kong do uh, cameos and shit? Not yet. He just swings by on a branch and they're like, oh shit, there he is, off screen, so we don't have to animate him. I think <laughs> They'll probably talk about it in the last a, episode. A swoosh. <laughs> probably, yeah. I think it'll be alluded to, but Kong doesn't appear in that universe, or they don't discover Kong past being a myth until John Goodman's an old man. 
Right, but there's oh, probably right. like talk of it, and and he that's his like lifelong dream after Godzilla. <sighs> yeah, is to go find the ape. And Hiddleston's there. Hiddleston and Brie Larson are in Kong Skull Island. Yes. And Sam Jackson. And John C. Riley. Yes. It was a good movie. It was, it was, a, it was a crazy time on set. Uh, Sam, Sam Jackson smoked me the greatest weed I've ever smoked. <laughs> <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys know that I got to play Nova in the Marvel movies and nobody even counts that shit? <laughs> You've been working on that. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's good. That's good. That was good. Good John C. Riley. Wow. His voice is a real party if you guys want to practice doing it in your showers. Who knew that you're. I've been doing other voices. What's your new voice, Mitch? I don't have a new one, but but I I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Cool story, bro. I've been doing serious British, man. Serious British man? Yeah, I've just been raspy and my throat's hell since I've been so sick, so I've just been walking around like, isn't this a crock of shit? Just sitting here feeling like hell. I'll fucking bust these bloody fucks wide open. Oh, great, another fucking phone call. Not quite Statham, though. I can't do Statham. I think I need to be shorter. Your voice box has to be closer to the ground. You're talking Jathan Statham. There you go. That's a good Statham. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna go six feet in the air, go completely horizontal. <laughs> bicycle kick you in the face. <laughs> yeah, I, th- my guy sucks. He'd be like the guy behind him going like, "Yeah, what well, he said, mate." <laughs> it's gonna fucking hurt, isn't I think, it? I think I'm a Statham fan. Oh yeah, I like his movies. I definitely like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's not problematic, is he? I don't think so. We no. Found, we found out that uh, Vin Diesel was accused of something today. Oh yeah, of honking some ladies. Whoa, some this... dude! The Rock identifies More as a woman. That. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he uh, he's trying. He's being accused of sexual assault. Yeah. From about 10 years ago. Someone who worked briefly on Fast Five. Eh. So we'll see how that pans out. Uh, you know, this is very serious, but also all the every announcement of this online today has been a picture yeah. of Vin Diesel going, and then right next to him is a picture of Baby Groot going, Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's the fucking most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Dude, if he went broke, I bet he'd auction off... No, I hope he goes broke and he has to auction off the uh, scripts where we find out what Groot's dialogue is. He'll probably sell it to his family first. They don't have enough money. They're going to have to pay all those lawyer fees. He does love family. First one to drink the Corona always says grace. Or is it first one to reach for food? Probably food. I don't know. I've never seen those movies. Fuck you, liar. I've never seen any of those movies. You've They're like Harry Potter car. movies, but for cars. You've never seen Fast and Furious? I saw I saw Up to Tokyo Drift, and then I gave up. I was like, okay, it's just another... That's an appropriate answer for men our age, but Mitch Jones is a boy I know very well. And, he, and, he, and, <laughs> and Mitch Jones likes himself a piece of shit action movie. So the fact that he's going to sit here and look me in my face and tell me that those are Harry Potter. Dude, the first movie's about a group of guys that stole combo TV DVD players. 
and an undercover cop trying to bust them. The last one, they were in space. Yeah, they drove a car to space, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. They they uh they are the most OP superheroes in anything. Uh they went fully off the rails. It is a it, it is an amazing like piece by piece story of how to turn a, a good story into an acid trip. It is fucking nuts. They drift into space. I don't know, man. I just don't know if I'll get all the car references. <laughs> You don't, there's like no car, their car references aren't even good. In the first movie, they say a bunch of shit that doesn't mean anything. I mean, I've been piecing it together through memes, Flux you know? capacitor? No, like, dude, the manifold. <laughs> yeah, and then in the manifold, in the eclipse, oh, it blew up the manifold, yeah. fell off on me, like the manifold. There's like <laughs> 40 manifolds on a fucking car. What are you talking about? Also, they're mostly on top of the motor, so how did that fall off the bottom i don't know what you're talking about dude you're without out of my realm there's intake manifolds exhaust manifold that's exactly though it doesn't mean anything the jargon they use in the movie would be shit you would write mitch they do it they say it in between blowing shit up and crashing yeah if i if i wrote a fast and the furious movie (laughs) they would fix their cars by being like oh there's just needs to be gas in it (laughs) buddy in the first movie they sit down it's 1999 and Jesse, the the white kid in the group, sits down with a 1999 laptop and hacks into the Supra. That's what with dial up. That's not a thing, dog. You can't, you can't, you can't hack a 90s car. This the the designers didn't have that information. There's nothing. There's it's not a thing. Like the movies, it's all fantasy, dude. It's about family. It's very little about cars. Wait, you're telling me they didn't really go into space. Nah, dude. Ludacris didn't go to space. He was too afraid. But Mitch, did did you say that they were furious because they just didn't have gas? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So now they could be the they could just change it to the fasted family. Because now they're all fine. They got gas. They got family. Yeah, dude. They're no longer furious. Brian's dead. (laughs) They're mad about Brian being dead, dude. <laughs> and a German car killed him, so next they're going for Germany. That's why they had oh, to get shit. the space for missile control. <laughs> they're working on the arc. Uh huh. Dude, they're in the final Fast and the Furious, they're going to have to fight a car that has Hitler's brain uploaded to it. That would rule. <laughs> it would have to be a 40s model, though. Upload. No, it's okay. You didn't expect me to have some rocket packs on my car? Oh, I want to see this so bad. Porsche would probably be okay with it. Uh, The way they fought his family in court was some of the most gangster shit I've ever seen German engineers do. What? What family? Uh, His family, Brian's family. Uh, (laughs) Vin Diesel. I was like, Hitler's family? No, Paul Walker's family tried to sue Porsche. Uh, after the accident, they tried to blame it on the car, and Por- oh. Porsche spent more money than they were suing him for to prove that the car wasn't responsible, and it was because he didn't know how to fucking drive. Well, oh, that, is, they, that would be potentially more luck. Uh, yeah, but nobody cares. It killed James Dean. They still sell the shit out of him. Uh, you too. Yeah, but they could have like they spent a bunch of money building cars they were done building to wreck them to prove that Paul Walker couldn't drive and like went into court to tell his widow and his daughter like no your dad couldn't drive 
it had nothing to do with us. The motherfucker couldn't drive. Sorry, so sad. Sorry. Go to hell. We'll pay the we'll kind of kind of like Jeep did with there. Anton. <laughs> Anton who? Anton Yelkin. Oh the, yeah, when the he didn't know how to put his car in he park. Got, he got smooshed. Yeah, and they got smooshed by his own Jeep. And they tried to sue Jeep and say that it must have been a defective part. And again, they, they I don't think they spent more money than the settlement, but they spent money proving that no, the asshole was in a hurry and didn't put his car in park and then jumped out while he was doing the code on his garage. Uh <laughs> found out what happens when you leave two thousand pounds in neutral. Yeah. Could have stopped it. Tragedy. It sucks. That one was totally preventable. Yeah. For some reason, I thought he was working on his car, and then it rolled over him. No, he was walking away after parking it in a hurry to, like, run. He forgot something, and he was running back in his house. And he would check the mailbox. Yeah, he was running back in his house after forgetting something, and they assumed that he had put it in park, but it was between neutral and park. He didn't put the lever in gear, which, like, anybody with a manual's fucked up and forgot to put on a parking brake and got one foot out of the car and been like, oh, shit, hold on. But yeah, kid lost yeah, his sucks. life, and it and his driveway was just sloped right to where he was able to get out, walk in front of it, and start doing shit with his hands before all of a sudden from behind him he's pinned against the fucking wall and dying because the car took a second to roll and gain momentum. Yeah, Jesus, dude. That he was uh, he was his star was rising. He had a bunch of rolls and parts that he had. Things were looking yeah, good. Yeah, dude, he was fucking Kyle Reese in uh, Terminator Salvation. Oh, yeah? All right. He was also the best uh, Guillermo del Toro character yet. Which one? He's the main troll hunter. The troll hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is yeah, still yeah, one yeah. of the most underrated thing of the last 10 years. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, that should be well, huge with watched. children. If I was a teenage, like a 12-year-old boy, I would have gone ape shit for that. You're still going ape shit for it. Yeah, I know, but I would have been, like, into the lore and reading books and shit. With your original knees. Yeah. Are, 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 I'm not going to feel bad for you and your fort. I'm sorry. No, you're right. No. <laughs> Don't feel bad for me. I can't feel my legs. My knees are dying. <laughs> and uh, I can't feel my ass. Hey, that's, I'm going to slide out That's here. a reasonable complaint. But your ass is okay, right, Mitch? <laughs> and that, uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice meeting you guys. Right, Later, Dave. It's a wrap on Dave's part. We're, we're going to wrap it up, Come back too. anytime. All right. Yeah, thank you, we'll, thank we'll, you. We'll wrap it up. If people yeah. want to know more about Dave, how could they find out? Oh, well, they can write us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. They can find us on our Facebook page, on our Twitter page, at broadcastgeeks, Instagram, broadcast underscore geeks. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, fucking Google Podcasts, dude, on iHeartRadio, dude. And um, nice. you can just come back again, saying hang it up and hang out with us again. Hit up James. James, shout out. You're making all that cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, leave you the signature sign-off line. Excelsior. Oh, God, dude. I can't feel my feet, so 